Okay, welcome back to the fourth episode of Quadrant Twenties. In this episode, we're going to discuss about supply chain within the consumer goods industry because, as you may probably aware, ever since we have this global catastrophic situation, I can say, the pandemic, um, it's been transforming our lives in so many ways. Uh, doing groceries in particular, people have changed so much in the way. Picking up the products, how much products do we buy at this very unprecedented scale and speed, and I think um, this behavioral shift has been affecting the consumer goods industry as well. So uh, today we're going to have a discussion with people from the industry. How can she adjust with the given situation, and how can she be prepared for the upcoming consumer behavior, which I think will be remain beyond crisis. I have a special guest with me here today. She is one of my friends. We met at high school and we've been friends ever since. And now she's working as a supply chain professional in one of the biggest FMCG company. So without any further ado, please welcome Audrey, Rebecca. Hi, Beck. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for being here virtually. Um, thank you for your time. So, yes. Uh, before we move any further, I just want to make it clear why we record this in English. It's because supply chain is something that is closely related to food sector, food manufacturing. So my course mates probably want to hear this also because what Becca about to say is hopefully will be very insightful for us. Amen to that. <laughs> okay, back. Um, as I said before, I think this pandemic is something that can be fully understood nor forecasted, and experts say this pandemic has tested even the most sophisticated forecasting technology. So, first and foremost, as a supply chain professional, do you feel like this crisis has tested you in doing the supply demand forecasting? Yeah, before we uh, discuss about that, uh, I would like to say to everyone, I hope you guys stay safe and yep. stay happy. Uh, this this uh, pandemic uh, to disappear as soon as possible. Amen, amen. <laughs> Go back. So, uh funny uh, regarding uh, the previous uh, question about yeah. the uh, the extent of the pandemic uh, has tested me in doing the supply demand forecasting correct yep all of industry not just uh, goods industry foods or uh, beverage industry everything must uh, have a very tough situation yeah, right now. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Yes, because like uh, this pandemic uh, came so sudden yeah. and no one, like, yeah, unfortunately no one could see this uh, earlier. Yeah. That's why, yeah. That's why that's the toughest uh, situation that we face right now yeah. because we face something uh, or a situation that we uh, haven't been facing before, right? Yeah. 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 So it's uh, a quite new adjustment for us. So yeah. uh, 
if this uh, in consumer goods uh, company mm-hmm. uh, not just uh, for category foods and beverage yeah. but also for care and also for personal care yeah. is um, yeah is quite tough mm-hmm. and this is a new test uh, for us yeah yeah obviously so it's not yeah. only um the effect is not only on the food and beverage categories but across categories yeah. right yeah so back um we're talking about panic buying right now um panic buying is slowly leveling off in certain parts of asia uh and i think indonesia as well Uh, presumably, supply and demand are also becoming more stable right now compared to March, for example. Do you still uh-huh. do you still see any unprecedented spike in demand in the past few weeks? Um, well, uh, based on the data, so, uh, in terms of spike demand, yes, we still face it, but mm-hmm. um, I think it's much more smooth. Yeah, compared Then, to March. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, pre uh, before March, February, we already uh, we already prepared all of the plan, all of the stocks, all of the goods to face Lebaran festive. However, yeah. uh, during mid of March, mm-hmm. yeah, we um, we kinda we kinda uh, change our plan so sudden. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. when We change our strategy to uh, face the pandemic, mm-hmm. pandemic situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning that the stocks that we 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 built up mm-hmm. for Lebaran is probably uh, won't won't be sold because the 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 needs is so changing. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, what the consumers yes. need um, before the pandemic and after a pandemic is really different. Uh, so that's why you have that, you know, um, a difference in your uh, stocks, right? Yeah. So basically, uh, bef- um, in terms of uh, Lebaran festive plan, yeah. we have uh, mostly uh, mostly foods. And beverage, mm-hmm. uh, second personal care, and third uh, home care. But it it's uh, it depends on the SKU as well yeah. uh, because we have this uh, historical data that every year uh, usually uh, the consumer would buy, uh, for example, in personal care uh, SKU A mm-hmm. or uh, in home care. Uh, SKUC that uh, we call the festive SKUs. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, after we built that stock, yeah. uh, we faced the pandemic so sudden yeah. in the mid of March. Uh, the the needs of the SKU is also changing, yeah. so people are more conscious about the hygiene. That's why uh, from previously they. Uh, would buy much more about foods and beverage mm-hmm. this is this this time is changing so they would buy much more about uh, home care uh, specifically home and hygiene yeah. products for uh, uh, cleaning 
and 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 so forth. Uh, yeah. The second, they would buy uh, foods and beverage because uh, they would uh, they wouldn't likely to go out that much. Yeah. That's why they they would uh, stock up their package uh, you know foods. ready yeah package foods or uh, ready to cook seasoning yeah. uh, that and uh, beverages uh, to stock in their refrigerator. Uh, and then the third is personal care because they uh, wouldn't go out that much. Personal yeah. care stocks is also, um, yeah, personal care stocks are also uh, slowing down. For example, like um, uh, a person that usually go out, yeah. Uh, yeah, out to uh, from their house, their house, yeah. and then uh, using a a day cream uh today they don't they they don't really need it because yeah. they just stay at home oh <laughs> uh, that's why yeah. yeah the chat that we faced uh and the impact uh would uh very much uh impact uh in terms of cost for the for the company for example yeah. like the change as well uh in terms of supply mm-hmm. we cannot uh, we have that capacity and we have the resource, correct? Yeah. So we cannot catch up that, uh, that production. Yes, uh, because of the the demand is so high mm-hmm. that the supply can catch the demand because yeah. we have that train. And also for uh, those stocks that yeah. um, we built uh, for very much high previously, mm-hmm. uh, and after after we change our strategy to pandemic plan, mm-hmm. yeah, the stocks would 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 go out uh, slow, slowing down very very slow, and uh, it might impact for business waste. You know, like mm-hmm. we might probably um, produce something that we uh, wouldn't need. Yeah, that's the challenge. And it already stocked up in your inventory, right? Yes, it's already stocked up. Yeah, that's why. Um, yeah, and in, it would impact. Uh, it would impact the storage capacity as yeah, well because yeah. we we stock something that we we you cannot we really, sell. Yeah, we cannot sell, and we don't need it. Yeah, yeah. So talking about historical data, uh, when when you face this unprecedented demand you may find normal data flow becomes incoherent right now. Uh, so yes. how can you deal with that um, for preparing for the forecasting, let's say for the next six months? Okay, so the strategy for this year is very much different um, yeah. to last year because the last year we have this Lebaran festive only and then uh, for half two, uh, the second, the second half, yeah. uh, really uh, looking back and uh, seeing from the past historical, for example, like yeah. uh, promotion activity, yeah. and yeah. then we, we would look at the the, uh, the the forecasting baseline. Yeah, we would say that baseline is like the or- organic organic forecasting. It's um, it really driven from the consumer itself. So uh, the trigger would come from the brand. Mm-hmm. The brand that um, the brand the brand team would uh, pers- persuade through their promotion through, activities. Yeah, a thing, and then the consumer would buy it. It's like yeah. the or 
yeah, it's like the organic uh, forecasting. But um, this year, since uh, the first half 2020, we faced a pandemic. So the strategy for uh, for the next six months, mm-hmm. the second half, uh, yeah, we, we would say that uh, we plan for recovery uh, strategy. So meaning that uh, last year, Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2019, we we faced Lebaran festive in first half, yeah. in quarter, correct? Yeah. So, the first half, we would just yeah, it's kind of um, it's it's kind of maintaining strategy. So mm-hmm. every category has their own pattern. Yeah. So it's uh, uh, using the pattern from uh, the last year, uh, yeah. 2019. which means uh, 2018 but this year is very much different because we cannot use the last year pattern again yeah. so we need to plan for a recovery plan yeah the recovery plan very much like mm, it's like the uh, business uh, uh, business ambition so it's like business ambition so uh, there's this uh, forecasting the organic forecasting mm-hmm. there's also um, I, I I would say like a, a kind of top down ambition from the management. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to push it. Like uh, we need to push if we want to grow. Uh, for example, one category. Uh, from this second half, twenty twenty second half, mm-hmm. compared to nineteen second half, mm-hmm. uh, means that uh, for example one percent. Then how uh, how many gap that Uh, from the current situation, if we predict it to the next, um, uh, the next six months mm-hmm. using statistical way, mm-hmm. uh, and then re- uh, produce the result of the statistic uh, methods, mm-hmm. and then we have that ambition and we have the gap, right? Oh yeah, yeah. The gap between the 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 ambition, the top down ambition, and the Uh, statistical result. Yeah. It means that how how much budget that the company needs uh, to put to achieve that uh, ambition. It's like yeah. that. Yeah. So um, if the yeah if the flow becomes incoherent, yeah. Well, um, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> I would yeah most likely uh, we would find. Uh, the data flow becomes incon- incoherent, but the 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 key message and the most important is um, how can we foresee that uh, how how much gap that we need to fulfill to the uh, company's ambition yeah. and the action that we need to take before uh, yeah before before entering the second half. Yeah. Well, yeah, we probably can't like one hundred percent mitigate. What were you saying about that um, modification? What you just say about the modification? Well, is it can like mitigate eighty percent the risk associated with uh, the incoherent data flow? Uh, I cannot say uh, exact number. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for for the mitigation uh, for the data flow incoher- incoherent data flow. Yeah, but um, I might say that uh, 
for this pandemic, uh, mm. we really, we really, <laughs> we really twist our brain yeah, to put obviously. The, the most suitable uh, strategy. Yeah. And I might say that the key is um, is in the consumer behavior because, um, yeah. Uh, we 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 have we have this like internal internal control and external control, correct? Yeah. So, uh, what we can do as the as a company that uh, we have um, we have factors that we can control. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have factors that we can control. For example, uh, if we know where we left behind, then we know our action to close our gap to the target, correct? Yeah such as external external uh, factors that we could not control uh, something more like the consumer behavior so yeah. um, uh, the mitigation is more like we need to know what the consumer needs yeah. in the new normal yeah. in, in set in new normal um, and then uh, we can as a company we can apply uh, uh, we can uh we can see where the consumer uh needs uh-huh. and then we take that uh as our input in mm-hmm. the company and then we change our strategy and we uh we we produce uh products that needed for the consumer for the yeah. new normal yeah yeah okay. for example yeah, I don't know. Like um, I, I've read this uh, this deck. Uh, mm-hmm. It's coming. It's it's about the consumer behavior. So mm-hmm. uh, most likely that the second half for personal care category is would be would be slowing down yeah. because people won't go out that much as last year. The second half of last year. Yeah. Mm, and probably they would only cover their uh, face half because they need to to use mask, yeah. right? Yeah. They need to use. That's why personal care uh, would would very much uh, needed for uh, the the upper upper half of the face. Yeah. The eye, the eyebrows, eyelash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for like. Um, uh, lipstick or the yeah. the the, the yeah. lower 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 half of the face, uh, they would probably uh, not gonna don't need it that much. much. Not need it that much because yeah. they would use masks, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. From that, um, they uh, there would be uh, a decreased of consumption, right? Yeah. That's why in total personal care. Uh, yeah, in total personal care uh, would probably uh, slowing down or decreasing yeah. half. That's why um, we need to adapt to the uh, what consumer needs. Yeah. So as a company, what we can control, we can offer what they need is uh, anything that they would need for the upper half of the face. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Moving on to sourcing now back. 
Um, I think if we talk about consumer goods industry, sourcing has become increasingly global now. Um, I don't really know much about other consumer goods besides food products, but for food products in particular, it's not made out of a single ingredients. It's made out of dozens of ingredients of which the sourcing can be from uh, multiple farmers overseas. And, you know, because considering the cost efficiency, it performs uh, low labor costs, low material costs, and etc. I think it's more makes sense for the company to manufacture the ingredients the ingredients in a low cost region and then ship them, right? But then yes. COVID strikes and it unleashes problems across the global sourcing system. For example, uh, ever since lockdown and social distancing have been implemented, lots of import export activities also have been restricted, which I believe it kind of slows down the production activities, if that makes sense. Yeah, so um, for the export-import, uh, definitely, yeah, we, we, we face this restriction, yeah. not only in Indonesia, but I believe that across countries. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but uh, as, a, as, a, as a company that we need to take, uh, take into account hmm. in terms of sourcing system that um, I believe that very much, uh, very much uh, raw material, packaging material yeah. uh, from uh, other countries than Indonesia. Some, some, yeah, we uh, we import it uh, mm-hmm. from outside Indonesia, but some we do localization. For oh, yeah. example, like the more localization we we do, well, the the lower risk that. Uh, would impact our production yeah because uh, uh, in terms of this situation this pandemic situation yeah yeah but um for this uh, local sourcing yeah yeah well several several raw material or packaging material we we source it uh, um, from Indonesia mm. but some uh, we source it from outside Indonesia um, the challenge that we faced uh, during this pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, of course, the raw material or the packaging material outside Indonesia is because of the restriction. Yeah. That's why our procurement team, um, yeah, uh, before, during, during, during mid of March, yeah. uh, already, uh, already do some another sourcing mm-hmm. in, in Indonesia some of the material we can uh, do localization some mm-hmm. of the material we cannot do localization mm-hmm. and how about the materials that we could not do uh, for localization mm-hmm. yeah we 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 order it in a very much bulky quantity. Um, that's yeah. why we could see that the week uh, the weeks cover in yeah. terms of the material yeah. um, so if we see that until up, uh, until end of this year, uh, from mid of March, yeah. if we could not uh, fulfill the uh, fulfill the production target, mm. then uh, in the in, in the mid of March, mm. then uh, we we would we would uh, order it uh, until the stock cover 
hmm. uh, very much safe up until production until the end of this year. Oh. So it's like um, ordering, uh, like advance ordering yeah, the material. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, moving on to scenarios back, uh, I think. Given the level of uncertainty, there are lots of scenarios up there. Mackenzie himself, you may probably know, uh, Mackenzie have released like nine possible scenarios, but let's just narrow it down to worst case, best case, and the most likely scenarios. To start with, uh, worst case scenario, uh, let's say no vaccines or cure is available for a long time and recession will be likely to happen. So what will be the challenge for the consumer goods industry? Well, uh, I think it's not just consumer industry, it's all of industry yeah, because yeah. the behavior, because if, if we if we don't invent the vaccine or the cure, then we would enter, uh, they say, new normal, correct? Yeah. Means that the consumer behavior is also changing. Yeah, obviously. Correct? People would very much uh, more concerned about their hygiene and their health. Uh, that's why, uh, yeah, it's it's probably more like um, uh, switching the strategy if we previous uh, from the uh, before the new normal. Uh, we would very much uh, sell beauty products uh, for if entering the the new normal then we would very much push the uh, hygiene product or mm -hmm. uh, foods and beverage that uh, ready to cook uh, yeah. in terms of in, in, the, in the packaging like that mm -hmm. so uh, um, if the worst scenario if we don't invent the vaccine then we enter the really enter the new uh, behavior of the consumer yeah. so all of the industry needs to uh, needs to switch their strategy, not just consumer goods. In in consumer goods, uh, well, probably we can we can change our portfolios from uh, beauty products to home home care products. But uh, if others if others uh, company not just like uh, big companies that uh, have several portfolios, mm. it's very much challenging. Because they only yeah. got, they only they only take care of one categories, right? So yeah. one category. That's why yeah, they need to pivot, I think. Yeah. Um, for best case scenario, let's say uh, cure is fine and uh, we are able to control the pandemic. Life is back to normal by the end of I don't know, maybe third quarter or perhaps. The fourth quarter, do you still see any challenges in supply chain um, forecasting? Yeah, it's it's it it would be uh, back to the transition period. <laughs> yeah, from peak to normal before pandemic. Yeah, um, challenges of course because, uh, well, uh, if if you're talking about the company that. Uh, has talks previously to serve consumer uh, that more much that they're very much aware about their hygiene. Mm -hmm. um, 
if we come back to the situation before the pandemic situation meaning that um it would come back to uh, the old normal correct yeah the old normal so the consumption and the portfolios and these products that uh consumer needs uh would very much uh, i believe the consumption would very much higher and yeah the the um the the portfolios is uh may might be changing as well for example uh, in the new normal they would very much uh concern about the uh, hygiene but if come back to the old they would probably uh, they would still uh concern about the hygiene but uh more like i mean like a personal personal care like it uh it would uh, bounce back as well yeah do you still mm. do you think there will be a bottleneck in the logistic capacity uh of um i think yeah i think it depends on the volume uh, the mm. consumption vo- the uh, consumption volume is in total yeah, in total all of the category is much higher than the new normal means uh then uh the logistic capacity is also uh increasing yeah uh, i mean not the capacity i mean that the needs of the logistics would uh increasing but i don't know in terms of the capacity uh if if um in each country uh has their own yeah, yeah. uh right yeah. so yeah uh so just imagine if the old old normal uh i have uh, this total volume of all of the categories uh for home care mm-hmm. and beverage and personal care is just the same like last year yeah. okay yeah. but entering normal this pandemic situation mm-hmm. um the total the total the the, the total category uh, uh i don't know this is my guess mm-hmm. i think it uh, would be much slower than the old normal and mm-hmm. driven by the personal care products is uh dragging dragging down the yeah. total of the categories correct but mm-hmm. i don't know if the ho- uh, home care category home care category could compensate mm-hmm. that uh that the uh, lower number of the uh personal care uh, volume mm-hmm. than last year in terms of total categories but mm-hmm. uh, i don't know my guess is um i think i think uh because of the new normal as well um uh, i need to uh, we need to think about the people that uh, previously in the old in the old normal uh, they have their uh, job right mm-hmm. uh, secured by their job their income but this old uh, uh, this new normal uh, might change uh, their uh, employment status for example many of the uh, many of people nowadays already lost their job yeah. right so it would it would probably also um, weakening the um, power of buying of the consumer yeah. in terms of total category and if we come back to the old normal um yeah probably it it would it would not directly go from this state to and jumping to the uh, old normal state but mm-hmm. well slowly uh it would it would go up as people 
got their new job as well and then yeah. the uh, power of buying is also increasing yeah okay yeah um, so yeah the bottleneck in the in the, in the logistics capacity as well uh, yeah i think there will be a bottleneck yeah, yeah. because there's correct yeah yeah in volume definitely <laughs> mm-hmm. um so moving on to the most likely scenarios uh, where the pandemic peaks in various regions diver in time and magnitude and there will be second outbreaks or second wave we don't know and quoting from the professor of mit companies should be able to better utilize resources by moving the capacity allocation from highly affected regions to minimally affected ones so do you think moving capacity allocations in Indonesia for in particular is feasible to do? Well, this is a tough one, yeah, funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've seen um, moving, moving the resource from yeah. the affected to, min- <clears throat> uh, to minimum affected one, yes. Um, it might be one of the option, mm-hmm. uh, one of the option, we could do like um meaning that uh moving the resource resource meaning that the capacity correct yeah if we bring our resource to minimally affected uh region meaning that our capacity uh would very much secured for the production or yeah. the distribute but i think um i think the region that uh that has highly uh, highly affected uh, won't be the region where we produce uh, the goods. Yeah. 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 Because, because it would very much uh, put the production uh, to risk. Yeah. Yeah. Because once uh, one of our resource got infected and then it would spread uh rapidly mm-hmm. um yeah then definitely our production will uh would be in uh jeopardy and yeah. uh meaning that our capacity is also uh slowing down is yeah. decreasing yeah yeah okay to finish off in a scale one to ten how optimistic are you that the consumer goods industry can keep the supermarket shelves filled with supplies? Um, <laughs> keep with supplies. Well, uh, I think the most beneficial business right now is logistic company, correct? Yeah. <laughs> we need to distribute our goods from one place to one another place uh, because yeah. people cannot keep up anymore. But how well, optimistic I, are you? Well, I would say in Indonesia or in Indonesia globally? in particular. So I would say if about foods and consumer goods, I would say around eight. Eight. Okay, that's yes. not bad. <laughs> yeah. Quite optimistic because yeah, um, yeah. Well, just seeing from our uh, my surrounding that people still buying foods and everything they try yeah. they try everything lots of um foods not just foods like beverage everything you know like 
just new mask, yeah. new, new mask, everything. Yeah. The good news is, at least we know that panic buying is slowly leveling off, yeah. right? Yeah, leveling yeah. off. It's because, yeah, um, I think um, before before leveling off, if people just uh, worried that they could, they yeah. they have supplies that much, and the yeah. supplies in market would uh, be on shortage. Yeah, obviously. Okay, back. Uh, I think that's it. We've pretty much covered everything, hopefully. Um, thank you so much for your time once again. Uh, I hope you stay safe and well. Um, yes. So, you this. yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you.